Hey, did you guys see that the the CN20 is for sale? It's on sale right now at B&H? For what? 69? 67. Oh. Jackpot. Might have to do it. Yeah, I bought two. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Jason probably did. I did. What am I saying? <laughs> They actually have them in stock, though, huh? Because that's the one thing. People, I know a lot, a couple of guys that are looking, but they every time they try to get one, they just they don't have them. Oh, I don't know if they're on. Let me look. Would it work on my uh, my T seven I? Could I just put it on my T seven I? Yeah, you just get an inner tube and you use the, that as your adapter. Okay, and you got to hold your camera up to it, so probably not in the cold weather. What did it say, Brendan? It's a uh, two to four weeks for the EF mount. Yep. You know, we were doing a thing down at a camera shop uh, last week, and I asked the Canon rep, I said, how many of those lenses have you guys made? And he couldn't tell me. But I was just curious to know how many are out in the wild. I mean, it's it's surprising. I see them. There's a, quite a bit, man. There's a, Everywhere I go now, man, I just tell you, there's, there's a bunch. Everybody's got one, it seems like. I think there's a warehouse in Bristol that looks like the Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, like warehouse, and they just keep them all in there. <laughs> Probably. All right. We're ready to roll? Yep. Welcome to another trivia episode of Wild and Exposed Podcast. Got another full house tonight. We have a past guest, Casey Anderson, back with us tonight. How are you, Casey? Doing great. Glad to be on. And uh, Jason Loftus. We never know where Jason's going to... He's like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? We're going to go, where in the world is Jason Loftus? Or where in the country is Jason Loftus tonight? Jason, where are you at? tonight so glad i was able to make it and trivia master drew hamilton hello coming to you from uh chili churchill michael morrow and brandon day coming to us from the denver greater metropolitan area sunny colorado it's always sunny and not 70 but sunny in 40s and not windy mm. mike are you saying that colorado has been windy lately it was yesterday Casey might be interested in this. We said, and maybe we talked about it on the last podcast, but we have some camera traps out for mountain lions just on the west of town here. And I was up checking them and it was pretty windy up there. It was pretty gusty, which sucks because it's always triggering our camera traps. Get any luck, any luck up there on those camera traps? Not yet. Um, uh, we keep adding more trail cameras, just regular little small, you know, off the shelf trail, trail cameras just to help us try to narrow it down. But there's deer and then there's definitely cats. I've, I've got cats there before, so it's just a matter of time, but I don't think there's going to be any way to pattern these cats. It's just going to be a luck thing. I don't think it's an area that they hang out in. Although a couple of years ago, there was a, a, a mom and a baby that hung out in this particular area for a couple of months. Hey, so I know this is outside of the scope of what we're doing tonight, but I just got to throw this out for you guys that are camera trappers. Spy Point, which is the the company that they send a picture to your phone. Uh, Spy Point cameras, uh, their trail camera, but they came out with a new model now that and they're really reasonably priced. They're only around a hundred bucks, but they have a solar panel on them, so you can leave them out there for a good long time without changing batteries. They've got solar panels on them, and if you want to pattern animals and figure out you know where to where to place your camera traps, what kind of activity you're going to have. It's a great tool. And I just ordered four of them. So I am looking forward to getting that feedback while I'm sitting at home in the office. It's fun, man. I tell you, I, I just set up, we just got um, 40, four zero 
of those spy points and set them up in uh, New Mexico and Arizona for mountain lions. And again, it's just like, it's like Christmas every night when you, you hear the ping coming on the email and you look and there you got this like, or, you know, on the, on the app and you got these photos of cats cruising around, man. It's, it's, it's fun. I can't wait to hear you. You guys found a Jaguar. They've, Maybe They've caught them on trail cameras in Arizona, but I haven't heard anything. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, it's in the it right was zone. a university project, but yep. So I, I would love to hear that you guys found a Jaguar in, in those other areas. Hey, Ron, before you go too much for, are you going to go into something else? But before we can do the trivia, just let me throw out some stuff on precision. Please. Oh, can we do it now? Yeah, do it. Brandon and I went down and did another couple of talks at the, the Houston store for precision camera. And we were informed by Mike, the manager of the whole place that, um, they have an excess of what is it, Brandon? Yeah. R six, two, the new Canon, and they have the Sony FX six, which is actually pretty hard to find in the past, but they had three of them while I was down there. So if you're looking, so the big question is Brandon, did you finally pull the trigger? No, I ended up with a red. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But, he, bought, uh, if, he bought a Raven. Yeah. I bought the Raven. Nice. For uh, anyone that is going to go down and, or buy that uh, from precision, don't forget to use that code 50 off 500. Just put that in the old coupon code. And then with the $50 that you save, go get yourself a knit depends shirt from the wild and exposed store. Christmas will be complete. If you get those two items. So we went down to do a couple of presentations. We were just asked to do, two, to do two presentations. We did those presentations. And then one of the guys that was supposed to give it a presentation in the afternoon didn't, couldn't make it. He had problems with uh, his wife couldn't make it or his wife was having problems and he couldn't make it. So they asked us, could you guys do this? And I was like, well, what's it on? And he said, audio for video. So Brandon and I put our heads together. We sat in the hotel room, came up with a little kind of spiel. And then as I was sitting there, as Brandon was doing the presentation, I was just a, a innocent bystander watching. There are so many things for audio. So if you save that 50 bucks, just turn around and buy yourself a microphone. Because there's nothing more valuable than good audio from the woods. Agreed. I totally agree with that. Okay. So Drew's got a, a special light living up here in the land of no sun in the wintertime. And right now, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, the sound of silence video that disturbed did where all you can see is the dude's face. He's got the background blacked out. Kind of looks like one of my favorite styles of images. Well, I was going to say the yes. Loftus filter. He's got on the it. Loftus filter the on Loftus. Drew Hamilton right now. I'll be featured on the, uh, the cover of uh, outdoor photographer by Jason Loftus next month. Jason Loftus monthly. There you go. Actually, I was trying to do the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, like the the floating heads, and that I think yeah. that'll be the the Hamilton family Christmas card this year. Oh, they were but it's actually the original it's, one. Uh, it's a seasonal affective disorder lamp that we need here. It keeps uh, keeps us tan and happy in the in the winter time. Nice. Well, Drew, it is trivia night, so I'm going to let you take over. All right, gentlemen. So we played trivia in the past, and it's Frankly, it's gotten ugly. Um, there are certain <laughs> losers in the group. Uh, there are, and Casey, you're just an innocent bystander in this so far. Like you haven't, uh, you don't know Ron like we do, uh, but you will after <laughs> after about an hour here. So I've crafted. Uh, let's see, one, two, 
I've got six or seven questions here. We're not we're not going too crazy. And it is it is an eclectic mix tonight. Now, one of the points of contention in the past is is I feel I should not get points for stumping people because I feel that makes Ron sad. And uh, <laughs> and so it's just gonna be you guys all head to head to head to head to head to head going against each other for I think I told you you weren't getting points for stumping people, didn't I? You don't get to decide that though. So that's but, completely But now it's your idea. I have, <laughs> I have I have I have I have I have the benevolent dictator that I am. I have decided to not give myself <laughs> any points tonight. So, I think it's an eclectic mix tonight and so we're just going to jump right into it. Um the first one uh should just be kind of a nice warm up, get your brains limbered up, do some mental yoga. But what state in the United States has the most national parks? This is where we'll play some, some theme music, some filler music. Because there are a lot of states with a lot of national parks. And they're all fantastic. Mike, Mike, you got to come up with that music, that interlude. Mm. <laughs> Jeopardy music. I don't know if we can afford the Jeopardy music. Fair enough. <laughs> true, true story. Has everybody all got right. an answer? How do we want to do it? Do we all, all want to reveal it at the same time? Or are we going to go one at a time? I think you had to call on people. Well, that's a good point. With Ronald cheat if you don't call on him first. So, Ron, <laughs> let's see your answer. <laughs> Put your hands where I can see him. So Ron says California. All right. Jason, what do you say? I said Utah. Utah. Yep. Staying close Jason. to home for that one. Yep. Okay, we've got digital confirmation there. Brandon? I said Alaska. Alaska, a oh, very good guess. Very good guess. Casey? Going Alaska, too. Alaska, too. Okay, so we've got two for Alaska. And then, Michael, what have you got? Man, I was going with either Alaska or Utah, and I went with Utah. Utah. Okay, so the answer, coming in with a whopping nine national parks, is California wrong? Oh, oh my goodness! Oh. The rest of you can shake your heads and shake. Although I can understand the Utah, you know, people love Utah close to home. Um, Utah has five. how many? How many does Utah have? Five. Five national five. parks. Five. How many Alaska does Alaska have? Has eight national parks, and oh, Colorado. Wow. Michael, any guesses? I can think of three. Four. Well, there are four. There's one you can't think of. So the answer is California. So Ron with the win. So, and then I was racking my brain trying to think of what are all the national parks in California. And I did not Google this. I don't, I don't know the answer. There are a few of them are on the coast. I know. Yosemite. Yosemite is Death Valley. (laughs) Joshua Tree. That is Redwood. Death Valley. Joshua Tree, Redwoods. Yosemite, Sequoia, um, isn't uh, Point Reyes? Point, Point Reyes, Reyes isn't that national, isn't that a national? It's not a park. Shore? Does a national park count? I mean, did you also no, it's count just parks? Uh, just parks, like, not uh, monuments or any of the other uh, other types of units that the Park Service maintains. But it's just parks, and so California leads the way with number nine. I've just got some friends that are down in Death Valley right now. That looks spectacular. So that's now on my bucket yeah. list. Having Death Valley is a is a sleeper, man. I tell you, if, if even it comes to any kind of photography, going to Death Valley in like February when the 
the flowers are starting to bloom on the in the desert and then like the mountain peaks on the outside still have snow i mean the contrast and the light that time of year in death valley and there's nobody there it's a it's a landscape photographer's dream come true all right so so forever uh, is keeping score at home that is ron in the lead with one point one point for ron nice oh job ronnie okay Good job ron i had the lead for one question <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our next question, let's let's stick with national parks, but we're going to talk about famous wolverines. Oh, this is a Casey question. I'm, right, I'm writing it down right now. I got the answer. Name. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine M3 in Glacier National Park climbed the south face of Mount Cleveland with an elevation of 10,466 feet, covering the last 5,000 feet up a sheer cliff that no humans have gone up that way uh, in January. How long did it take him to do the complete traverse of the peak to go to get from the base of it? So it was about 5,200 feet is the is the relief of that. So this, this Wolverine climbed 5,200 feet on uh, the last 5,000 of it up a sheer cliff in January. Um, and how long did it take him? He was collared. That's so are we going to be the closest to? Yeah, is this going to be the closest to the closest number? To the point. So we're, are we talking? Is, is the number that we're looking for here is how long it took him to climb the cliff or to the mountaintop? To, the, to how long did it take him to get from the? He started his ascent till he got to the top. It was about a fifty-two hundred foot climb through the snow. Approximately 22 inches of snow. Wolverine M3. And that's about a mile, but it's going straight up. And the last part was a was a route that no humans have, have accomplished. But we are but mere humans. We're talking about Wolverines here, or a Wolverine. Okay, does everybody have your answers committed to whiteboard? Or? This, yeah. is a, this is a straight up guess. Okay. Let's go with uh, let's go with Casey's answer first on this one. I'm going to round it out on, a, on an even one hour. One hour, okay. Casey says one hour. Brandon, what do you say? I said five hours. Five hours. Five hours. Okay. Jason. All right. So I tried to put some hillbilly logic behind this. <laughs> um, I'm just going to admit it was a straight up guess, but I figure. You know, what would be impressive at a mile, like Michael said, it's roughly a mile. Um, and if, if Wolverine, I, I said 30 minutes, let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> 30 minutes, straight up the cliff. Straight up the cliff. All right, Michael? I said 2.5 hours. 2.5 hours going up the top. And Ron? I said six. Six hours. Wow. So our guesses were all over because, the place. And I could yeah. tell they were guesses. Um, <laughs> but the answer is 90 minutes. It took this Wolverine Smoking. 90 minutes to run up, uh, run up these, run up this mountain and glacier, which is kind of, kind of mind blowing when you think about it and having seen Wolverine, well, we were just talking about camera traps, which is the best way to see Wolverines these days. Um, I don't know. I, I'd heard this statistic a while ago and then I, I read, I looked it up specifically so that I could ask this question. Cause I figured, uh, uh, 
I figured it would prompt some fun discussion about Wolverines. So who ended up being the closest on that one? Casey is Casey. Casey, you had what did you have, Casey? I had one hour. One hour. Okay, so one hour is the winner. He was thirty minutes away. So I filmed a, a, a Wolverine last year from a helicopter, and I was trying to use that logic, that hillbilly logic. And uh, it went all the way up one side, down, back into the valley, and up the other side. You know, we're staying quite a ways away from the helicopter to shoot with a big lens. But they were covering some ground. I should have went a little bit closer like you did, Casey, because that there wasn't anything going to slow that guy down. But he wasn't going up a sheer cliff, so that was my... I just figured he was going to play along the way. <laughs> Which is true. Well, like dan- dancing on the edge? Yeah. But they, they, they have amazed me. I've, I've got fortunate to film several of them over the years and had some really great luck and got to spend days with them. And they do, I mean, to, just to say what Ron had to say, I mean, they are, when they're going from point A to point B, they're just, they go straight, nothing gets in their way. They don't get in their own way. They just stay on that clip and they move. But the one thing that will stop them is a little play. They love to sometimes just dig in the and twist around and chase their own tail and, yeah, it's just we always thought that it was funny. I mean, they're they're got this rap, man. You know, they're like these animals that are everybody's terrified from, and they think that they can, you know, take grizzly bears and wolf packs. But the truth is, is they're just big clowns out there, and they're just having fun. And yeah, but there's no excuses, man. There's no excuses. They're tough. They go from point A to point B like nothing. Well, and the one we filmed, it spent a lot of time playing, but not necessarily playing. It was scent marking. So any tree that had you know, any tree that was fairly large, it would go up to just bear hug it and rub up and down on the tree and then just bound off to the next tree. So, but it was always on a mission. It didn't hang there for very, very long, you know, a couple, five, 10 seconds and then on to the next tree. I just think of it. They're, they're just the ultimate. I mean, you, you talk about what people think about when they think about wilderness, whether it's like the call of the loon or the elk bugling or like if a place is truly wild in my mind, it's got wolverines more than anything else agreed yeah agreed and it seems like 2022 is the year of the wolverine yeah there's a bunch of them out there yeah Yeah, there's a ton of them yeah i've seen more this year than i have in a lot of years i saw the four i think is that like the chinese zodiac the year of the wolverine it's gotta be yeah could be (laughs) it's the alaska zodiac (laughs) i just saw a tiktok video the other day where this guy was just hanging out by a creek and his Wolverine was just sauntering down the creek right at him. And he had to like holler and be, hey, hey, dude. And it got, I don't know, it was with his cell phone. And it got pretty dang close before he stopped and took a look at him. And I was just thinking, why can't that be me with my camera in my hand? You know. <laughs> <laughs> One of my buddies has some camera traps set up at his house in Anchorage, in, in the city limits of Anchorage. Eric Youngblood, if you all know him. And uh, he had a Wolverine go right through his yard on camera trap. Yeah, there were some friends of mine camping out in Prince William Sound and had a wolverine stick its head in their tent. <laughs> like, Whoa, hello. Where'd you come from? But they just turn up when you least expect them. That's what, that's why Jason wasn't there with his camera. <sighs> There's just no no rhyme or reason to it. But then, Ron, when you're talking about these solar-powered uh, game cameras, because usually around here, um, they're usually, I mean, we start tracking stuff here now that we have enough snow, uh, and they're usually... Wolverine tracks will turn up right close to town. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to invest in some more, uh, some more trail cameras. Yeah. I don't, those are a good buy at hundred bucks. 
Yeah, we just had that one show up in Utah at Antelope Island and then along the Wasatch Front and then they actually yeah, trapped him crazy. and collared him and let him loose in the in the T in the you know, up in the northern northern slope there of the Uinas. But yeah, pretty crazy. They had the one a few years back that showed up in uh Custer State Park in South Dakota. Straight out in the middle of the Black Hills. And I never heard if they trapped that one, relocated it, or if it just continued to move on. It wasn't collared because there were people that had pictures of it, but it was a pretty unique sighting. Well, that's cool, though, because that says that there's getting to be more and more of them, more than likely, because the sighting's increasing so much, you know. That's awesome. I think the last one I saw here in Churchill, I was driving around with Dave Sanford, and uh, and it was it was polar bear season, so we were looking for polar bears, and we were driving out uh, towards the end of the road. And there was a wolverine just sitting on the side of the road. So I slammed on the brakes and the road turned, but the, the vehicle did not. And we went into the ditch just right off the, right off the edge of the road into like waist deep snow. And I, I do have to say that I did get the vehicle unstuck. So we weren't stuck. But uh, um, and so I, I was just I said, get out, shoot, shoot, shoot. So everybody, everybody gets out and is taking pictures of this Wolverine. And the Wolverine turns around and kind of lopes off and then. So instantly everybody starts chimping and going through their photos and in all the photos of Wolverine has its head cocked to the side. Like it's looking at us like, what the hell are these guys doing? <laughs> so now every time we talk about it, yeah, right. That Wolverine probably could have done it better. But so every time I drive by that spot, I expect there to be a Wolverine sitting right there. But, um, okay. So that puts the score at one point, Ron, one point, Casey, uh, we're head to head here at this point. We've got three not on the board yet. Just saying, get with it, guys. Um, okay, so for our next question, we are going to uh, talk about uh, Kevin Andrews. So Kevin is a friend of ours. He's been on the podcast, and this year he is on a quest—a big year for bears, if you will. He's trying to see all eight species of. Uh, all eight species of bear in the world in a year. And so hopefully everybody's been following along on his social media. Um, Kevin's just gotten back. And so my question is, what was the latest species of bear Kevin Andrews observed on his quest for his bear big year? So he'd gotten grizzly bear, he'd gotten polar bear. So he not he only started with the sun bear, didn't he? Are you start? Are you judging this by what he posted most recently? Most recent. What's his most recent sighting? Yeah, Mike, you can't be spitting answers. No, I thought that was his first one that he talked about on the podcast. Oh no! No, that was the spectacle, spectacle bear. Uh, yeah, so are you going off the what he had on last on his on his Instagram? Oh, don't be pulling up his Instagram while we're on the we're we're doing trivia here. No, I'm not. Show my hands. Well, that's what I was. My my phone was being <laughs> just when we were starting to record because I was I was confirming with him uh, that that wasn't the last one he saw. Mike just muted himself and said, "Hey Siri," and then he said, "I'm showing my hands." <laughs> so he did. Uh, he 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 did go on this adventure for these these bears. Uh, he came home, and this might help. His souvenir from his trip was. Dengue fever. Oh, nice! It doesn't help at all, but but at least he got. <laughs> I mean, at least he brought helps. something home. Yeah, I'm gonna change my answer. It helps. Fine now. He's it fine now. Yeah, 
All right. All right. Has everybody written down an answer? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Let's go with uh, let's go with Ron first. I went with Sloth Bear. Ron went with Sloth Bear. Okay. Michael? I shouted out Sun Bear, and then I had Polar Bear, but then I changed it back to Sun Bear. Okay. Michael's got Sun Bear. Casey? Uh, El Chupacabra. Uh, sloth. Sloth Bear. Sloth Bear. Okay. Okay. Jason? I had Sloth Bear as well. I actually have been following his stories. Show it. Oh. I want to see. I want to see it. <laughs> Are you serious, Ron? <laughs> That's what the board's for, yeah. my man. <laughs> Just playing the game within the game, Jason. Do you want me to show you? I'm sorry. How <laughs> uh, can I that's make just, this? It's just a white screen. Sorry. There. Uh, nice. Backwards. Right. Sloth bear. Okay. <laughs> I think Fair I got enough. this wrong. I said Andean. Oh, that, yeah, that's maybe that Maybe that was the first one. That yeah. was the first one. Yep. Yeah. Was that the yeah. first? Shoot. Yep. Okay. Well, the answer is moon bear. Oh, the answer is Asiatic black bear. So moon bear. Where did he see it? Do you know the area? I mean, they're they're tough to see in the wild. Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, we talked about it. I, I hooked him up with a couple people that were going to try and uh, get him get him on the moon bears. So I don't know how he actually did it. Um, but he was trying to combine uh, sun bears. So he did uh, he did go hang out with Wong down at Sepulok and and. I don't know that they saw a wild sun bear, but they did get to learn a lot about sun bears and their environment. And uh, they're in Saba and uh, Borneo, Malaysian Borneo. Yeah, I've been to that. That that facility is incredible. At Sepulok? Yeah. It's, I mean, it, as far as the sanctuaries go, it's one of the top notch, top notch ones I've ever been to. And he does a good job there with the sun bears. Well, Wong is one of my conservation heroes. I've always been impressed with... Uh, with his operation down there. Although uh, I haven't been there since it was put in back. I went to Danham Valley and Sepulok and all that um, back before the sun bear center was even there. So I'm excited to get back down there. Although I don't know if these days, if I can handle all that heat, but definitely moving around at the equators tropical. Well, in the last picture I saw on Instagram, you know, Instagram doesn't feed in chronological order, but I saw him up there with polar bears. So that's why I had put polar bears. That was a few weeks ago. He must have went right from there to. It was a pretty tight turnaround. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Absolutely stunning. I'm looking at his post right now. The absolutely stunning moon bear. Found in much of Asia. Yep. So moon bear it is. And I did confirm that he hasn't seen any bears in the, uh, in the interim. So moon bear is the answer. So no right answers on that one. Everybody's going to have to go comb through Blue Sky Kevin's Instagram feed uh, to keep keep up to keep up to date with his bear big year. Okay, so for our next question, uh, let's let's turn to the world of birds. <laughs> okay. So birds to help categorize and for to help with data entry, uh, they all have four letter codes. And so I have chosen four species that we all should be familiar with. And I will provide you with the four letter code. 
and there are four birds and you could get a point for each one of them. So this is a good way to either solidify your lead or to make up some ground. So the first one is mall, M-A-L-L. M as in Montana? Mike, as in Montana. Montana, Alpha, Lima, Lima. I'm very confident and I'm totally guessing. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to go down, you're going to go down the list or we're doing one at a time. Yeah. I was wondering if you had this mistaken for uh, Nampa podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's, uh, let's go through, uh, let's go through them all. Okay. The next one. Oh, is, are you going to need more room, Michael? Did you write too big? Yeah, I'll fix it. Yep, <laughs> okay. The next one is Weemy Whiskey Echo Mike Echo. The Weemy. Okay. Batting batting a thousand right now. I'm batting a thousand, boys. You and I think we all are. I think we all are. Okay. So the next one is STGR Sierra Tango Groucho Romeo. Golf Romeo. I freestyled a little bit on that one. First thing that popped into my head. Sierra Tango Golf Romeo. And then the last of our birds, the last one of the four, is the AMRO, A-M-R-O, Alpha Mike Romeo Oscar. The AMRO. Did you say these are all in the U.S. or is this worldwide? They are. They are. They're all in the continental United States. Well, now I'm positive my first guess was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think I got any of them. I don't either, actually. (laughs) I don't even have a guess for the last three, so. (laughs) Amro. Well, does everybody have at least something? I've got, I've got him. I, I think he's got to go first because he's a, he's. A, I think I got seventy five percent here. I think down. number three. I think I don't know, but I'm. <laughs> I've got a good guess. Okay, okay. Let's go ahead and let's see. Well, let's start with Casey's answers then. Must be mine. See what? Say it again. You cut out. Start with Casey's. Okay, oh, okay. I've got um, mallard duck, western meadowlark, sage grouse, and American robin. You are seventy five percent. Ron. Are you the trivia master? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ron, what are your answers? What are your answers? Mallard duck, western meadowlark, sharp-tailed grouse, and ah. American robin. Okay. Shit, okay. It. Michael, what do you have? <laughs> sharp-tailed. I just got the first one. Have you guys ever heard of the western merganser? 
<laughs> Wait, they just identified out. one here in Colorado. <laughs> and then there's the St. Grouse. Have you seen them? <laughs> no. It's a, it's, a, it's a great whiskey. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the American Widgeon. Okay, okay. Uh, Jason? All I had was Mallard, and I actually did guess that one right, but the rest I didn't have any. I didn't even have a guess. So, Okay. And Brandon, what do you have? Let's see. I went with Mallard, Western Grebe, because I couldn't think of anything else that had Western in it, Starling, but I couldn't think of the GR. And then I said the American Sparrow, but I couldn't figure out which Sparrow. So, Okay. American Robin. Well, so that, that AMRO is the American Robin. Yep, American Robin. The uh, the STG, STGR is the sharp-tailed grouse. And then the Weemi is the western meadowlark. All right? State bird of what state, Ron? Wyoming. No. Actually, <laughs> Wyoming, Montana. South Dakota, Kansas, Montana, and North Dakota. Well, no, at least they're original. Uh, you know what the Utah State bird is, by the way, guys? What? It's a I don't it's a it's an S E A G. Seagull? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the M A L L, I think you all got it wrong. It's actually the Millard. <laughs> nice. The Millard. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been if you've been on tour with me lately, I've actually been trying to class class them up a bit. And so I'm trying to uh, re-standardize and, and have everybody start calling them Millards. Well, if you go back and listen to the, re the replay, I think I'm the only one that got that one right. <laughs> the Millard? <laughs> the Millard. Nice work, Ron. Nice work. Yeah, this whole podcast is designed for Ron, or this whole uh, trivia episode. He's like pretty sharp when it comes to all these kinds of questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can guess what the best of them. I couldn't figure out. I went with uh, Malaysian Lulu on M A L L first because <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. I was like, and then it hit me like a ton of bricks, like the like the sun did on the last one, the closest star for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> he's still he's still chapped about that one. <laughs> I'm mad at myself. I'm not mad at you for that one. I'm mad at you for the others. <laughs> oh, okay well that's um okay well, well now we've got the birds out of our system what how are we sitting are you guys self-scoring i haven't been writing anything down ron just took the lead by one yeah i got six okay all right Sheesh. Ooh. by well, one wait a second didn't you have sage grouse yeah. yeah oh no yeah that's right never mind i'll back off <laughs> in case you see this side of Ron that we were talking about it's spicy about three rounds in <laughs> it's all he can hold it together okay so rumor has it we have a, uh, a fifth generation Montana native uh, in the in the crew tonight right yes that's, that's the rumor so the next question is about Montana hydrology. So this might be my my bone. He's throwing me the bone. Hold on though, before you even ask the question, is this wildlife photography, biology, or conservation? Cameras? Which which one is the conservation? Montana 
Oh, conservation. I did forget about conservation. All right. <laughs> Go. <laughs> okay. Don't question the trivia master. <laughs> <laughs> Montana's rivers drain into which three major bodies of water? Oh. Because Montana is in a really unique location right there. And so you do get water going in a lot of different directions. But where does that water end up? All right. I've got it. I've got it with a little extra. Yeah, I think there's a little extra, Casey. I think you're right. Okay, let's let's start with Brandon on this one. I got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> water's got to go somewhere. Okay. No, it stays so. in Montana. It just goes up. <laughs> okay, Jason, what do you have? Oh, boy. I said the Pacific Ocean, Gulf of Mexico, and Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Okay, Michael, what do you say? I said the Pacific, the Gulf of Mexico, and Hudson Bay. Okay. Okay. And Ron? <laughs> I just realized I screwed up. Pacific Atlantic and I wrote Caribbean, but <laughs> eventually it probably mixes there, but <laughs> it all gets in there somehow, some way. And Casey, what have you got? Uh, I've got the Great Salt. No, I've got uh, the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, and the Arctic Ocean via Hudson Bay. And there is a mountain called Triple Divide Peak that is a a drainage, to, uh, a mountain that drains to all of those. That's my answer. Yep. Okay. So now we're, so with the official internet answer, we're going to have to do some, some splitting of hairs here, perhaps. So according to the internet, the answer is the Pacific, the Gulf of Mexico, and Hudson Bay. Mr. Morrow. So, Michael. You, I just was in Montana. I read the pamphlet, but the pamphlet that I read said what Casey said. Okay. And what, so what, what did that say? That mountain that drains into four drainages. What I know is the Gulf of Mexico is essentially that body of water drains into the Atlantic Ocean as the Hudson Bay drains into the Arctic Ocean um, in theory. So if, if you're look, so if you're looking at watersheds and, and, and true hydrology – they all, you know, those watersheds all go to an ocean. Um, and the Hudson Bay is connected to the Arctic Ocean, true or false? True. Right? True. And the Gulf of Mexico is connected to the Atlantic Ocean. It's the Gulf of Mexico is connected to the Atlantic Ocean. So, and you're looking at watersheds, you've got the Atlantic, the Pacific, and the, and the Arctic. And the Gulf of Mexico <laughs> is connected to the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the Caribbean? Hey, yeah. Uh, what's the name of that mountain, Casey? It was a Triangle Peak, Triple, triple Divide Peak. Triple. Yeah. So if you Google Triple Divide Peak, it'll it'll say it goes to three watersheds. So the only one who was really wrong was Brandon. You know, I'm here for you guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so trivia master, how do we score this? I think. Casey and Michael got it all right, and I think Ron and I got two points. That sounds about right. We'll take it. Of course, I have not been writing any scores down, so. It ties up Ron and Casey, though. Oh. You're going down, Ron. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the true colors come out. In the immortal words of Mr. Miyagi. <laughs>
you beginner luck. <laughs> I thought it was wacky. when he caught the fly with the with the chopsticks. First time, you beginner luck. Oh, beginner! Oh, I'm gonna have come to come on, people. That. Gonna have to rewatch that. That was technically a wildlife scene in the Karate Kid. You could have used that, <laughs> but oh, that was just a missed opportunity on my part. Maybe next time I'll focus in exclusively on the Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> don't no, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> okay, so for our next question, uh, we're gonna go back into the, the world of bears. In the western Hudson Bay population of polar bears, uh, when do polar bear cubs emerge from their dens? What month? different for eastern or western true we're just asking about the western population it's the only one he knows about brandon he's not sure about the, the rest of it i mean i only know about the other ones so <laughs> i just wanted to be specific with the population so there's no regional uh regional variation i'm just gonna use your uh your tour date as my guide. <laughs> Have you been on my website, Michael? <laughs> no, I just remembered the last year what you told us about that story about your trip out there. <laughs> Got me second guessing myself here. <laughs> he phoned that one in, huh? Did you just second? Did you just second guess? Phone a friend. <laughs> I just yeah, I, I'm torn. I'm torn between. I'm torn here. <laughs> okay, I've got an answer. Okay, what is it, Casey? I went with April. Okay. Michael? I said March. Okay, Ron? I also said March. All right, Jason? I said May. Okay, Brandon? I said May too. May as well. Okay. Well, I hope they're not coming out in April because I'm going to be looking for them in March. <laughs> so this, that's, no that's the next a... big adventure here in... in uh, Churchill. <laughs> I almost said February. End of February to early April, but you know, that encompasses March. So the general understanding is well, that last year March. missed it by one day, right? Drew? Missed it by a day. Missed it by a day in, in early March. So this year we're gonna be going more middle of the month. So And what national park was that from our last trivia episode, guys? He was south of where he is now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of things south of where i am now <laughs> isn't it called wapusk it is national park Wapusk national park Wapusky. established Wapusky. in 1996 to protect the denning habitat for the western hudson bay population of polar bears so if they emerge in march when are they born drew right around the first of the year so they come out tiny little little fluff balls so and it also corresponds with uh, just amazing aurora so when we're out at the out at the lodge we're looking spending the days looking for polar bear cubs and then uh at night we get some wicked wicked aurora some of the some of the best it's just so dark out there we get some of the best aurora i've ever seen and it's just kind of non-stop we, we, we have several times we had trouble finishing dinner before the aurora came out so how many hours of daylight do you have that time of year when you're up there you know, so that time of year, 
we generally get that's those long, like long two and a half hour days he's working. <laughs> we 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 get well, the most March, so it should no, be a by March. Bit by March, you're getting a lot better. So you know, usually yeah. about nine to four thirty, five o'clock, and it's all you know. It's generally nice light too, which is is really one of the things I enjoy about northern winters is you get this really long light that just the golden hour just goes and goes and goes and goes, and then when it gets dark, the northern lights come out. And then the lights just keep going. Kids just keep coming. So what, where does that put us? For our- One more thing, Drew. So is that trip for you guys, is that full for this year already? Or can someone join? No, we've got spots available. Um, yeah, you'd want to get in touch with me pretty quick, though. So, And what are the dates? Do you know off the top so of your head? Off the top of my head, I think the first one is the 5th through the 16th of March. And the next one is after that. Don't know that one off the top of my and head. And that's and that's from Winnipeg. That's from Winnipeg. You get to Winnipeg, and then we uh, we take it from there. So it includes airfare to Churchill and hotel in Winnipeg and things like that. We just kind of bundled all the logistics together, uh, so you can come look for polar bear cubs with me and Alex. And then we spend some time in Churchill looking for foxes and ptarmigan, dangerous ptarmigan and. Uh, and then we, we do some more Aurora hunting here around Churchill as well. So just a fun time to so come. So how do you get from Churchill to Wapusk? <laughs> so we try to make the logistics as simple as possible for you. We handle all that. So it does require planes, trains, and automobiles to get there. So you fly to Winnipeg, then you fly to Churchill, and then we get on the train, and we take the train for about two hours till you get to uh, basically the middle of nowhere. Um, and then you get met by the, the tracked vehicles, the vans on tracks, like the, uh, the old mat tracks. And, and then they cruise us about another two hours into, uh, to the lodge. So once you get to the lodge, it's night. So you wake up the next morning, we hit out on the tracked vehicles and go look for the polar bear cubs and spend, uh, spend all day out looking for polar bear cubs and then come back, eat some dinner and then watch the light show. I can put that listing up on our website. If, if you think we need to. Uh, Drew, if you think it'll be uh, open long enough, if not, just go off of this podcast. Well, we'd have to get it. We'll we'll get it up there pretty quick. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll text you afterwards and we'll get it figured out. But uh, I don't know how long those spots are going to be uh, going to be available. <laughs> um, well, so what does that put us for the standings right now? Ron ahead by one. Yeah, I have a total of four. But what do you have, Ron? I think i have a total of three i don't know nine all that matters is we know that ron's ahead by one and the the only person that can catch him is casey right have you guys i got a question have you guys actually tested ron for trivia steroid use (laughs) (laughs) i told you this podcast is totally designed for ron this is like i am uh, right down his lane I am the reason we all have to use whiteboards. We will say that. That's the only <laughs> testing that they've actually done. In the past, Casey, Ron was doing his iPhone prayer during all the questions. <laughs> We're coming up, up, up upon the holiday season. And I know people listen to this podcast year round. and They might be listening to this one in July or something like that. Uh, so I did only include one holiday question. And uh, so our final question of the night is... What is the best holiday food? Oh, totally subjective. 
very subjective. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, according to you. Me. Who? The trivia master. <laughs> I'm going to say reindeer. I'm going to type my answer on, on the phone here. Just so you know, I'm not uh, pulling any shenanigans or whatever. We'll make a new note even. Okay. It's committed. Okay. What is the best holiday food? According to Drew Hamilton. According to Drew Hamilton, who is an authority on such things. <laughs> on food or holidays? Yes. Holiday food, specifically. <laughs> it was my major in college. <laughs> if you say fruitcake. <laughs> I, I was going to put that down just because. <laughs> so, Drew, I think it, is, it, is it a main dish? Is it a dessert? Is it's it just, a... You're not going to give any more no, hints. No more hints. It's, it's just, what is the best holiday food? Think about what would look best in this beard. Well, <laughs> there might even still be some leftovers from, I don't know. No, and it's it's not like family specific. It's not going to be like Aunt Alice's sour cream twists or anything like that. It is a general holiday food that uh, that everybody knows. And so it's just lot. it's just sour cream twists then. No. Okay. <laughs> there there are no sour cream twists besides Aunt Alice's sour cream twists. I got a guess. <laughs> oh, I have a guess, but it's I got a guess. Not uh, readily, it's not readily available in Churchill. I can probably assure you of that. Oh, is this knocking Ron out of the competition? Did his internet freeze up? Oh, no, he's back. He's back. He's back. 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 (laughs) I'm just fine. You don't worry your pretty little head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Michael, let's start with you on what is the best holiday food? Cranberry. Oh, good grief. Just in general or? Trying to do this. No, I don't. I don't like it, but I figured Drew might. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a nice bowl of cranberries. Have you ever tried them? They're quite bitter. You got a lot of sugar. No, they got this that cranberry log that goes shooting out of the can. That's what you. Oh, like. canned cranberry sauce. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is good, but it's really that's more of a holiday food accessory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jason, what do you think? I said, I, and I kind of cheated a little bit. I said ham or turkey. Oh, man, that would be a good guess, given that I grew up in Iowa. And uh, I mean, ham and turkey is kind of two guesses. Uh, they're not very similar. But I said both. I cheated. I okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Brandon, what do you think? <laughs> oh, it's a drink, but it's the only holiday thing I could think of that was unique. Eggnog. Eggnog. Under pressure, he comes up with eggnog. That's Spike. also a spike <laughs> nog. Right. Well, it's family friendly. <laughs> with bourbon or without? With. Of course, that was a silly question. Okay. <laughs> Which brings us down to the two in the lead or, or vying for the top spot here. So, Casey, what do you think? I went Rocky Mountain Oyster. No, I went um, Candy Yams. <laughs> Oh, that's a good man. one, Casey. Candy that's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. I'd go for it. And and Ron, what did what did you guess? Turducken. Turducken. That's even more cheating than mine. <laughs> I know. I was going to say that you didn't really you didn't really go as far as you could have, Jason. But <laughs> all right. So for all of you waiting for the correct answer at home, 
The correct answer is... Pumpkin uh, pie. I thought about oh, it, but I thought you were going main course pie. on me. So. Pumpkin uh, pie. Pumpkin pie. Real? Oh, man. I can't believe nobody... If you just said a dessert, I'd have totally guessed it. If you just said Thanksgiving, I would have guessed it. <laughs> you think pumpkin pie is, is Thanksgiving specific? No, I just think usually Christmas we have pecan pie, pecan pie, whatever you call it. Hmm. That sounds bold. There but, is a correct way to say that. And what is pecan? it? It depends on where you're at. <laughs> it does depend. <laughs> Put it on a shirt. <laughs> That's right. It's like coos and cows. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that is all the trivia I have prepared for this evening. Well done. Our December trivia champion is Ron Hayes. Look at oh, it. He's got great. that little Woo! shitty grin going. He does. Now we're going to have to live with that ego for the next month. Oh, <laughs> take, a, take a picture, boys. <laughs> oh, I knew I shouldn't have put the Western Meadowlark in there. God, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh, I think the only... Congratulations, Ron. Okay, here's, here's a bonus trivia question for you. What is the only bird species... That ha is a state bird for more states than the Western Meadowlark. The pelican. Negative. I'm going. I'm going cardinal. But thanks for playing, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good guess. Yeah. It is the cardinal. It's the cardinal. Oh. Ball. What are the, so, what are, what are wait, these? Does what Casey are these win? I'm just a tie. It's a tie now. Come on. Wait, no, did you just give Casey another point in overtime? <laughs> <laughs> Casey just won. I think, Congratulations, Casey. <laughs> I think the Cardinal is eight states and Metalark is six. Ron, why would you give your win away like that? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. That was a bonus. I'm not the trivia master. <laughs> <laughs> don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I am, I am tonight. Well, let's see, let's see if the winner knows this one. What's the state bird for Colorado? Oh, I'm gonna guess Western bluebird, mountain bluebird. No, it's it's totally obscure. Do you a know turkey. Brandon? Yeah, it's a lark bunting. Yeah, it's a cool bird. The but... black yeah. flies straight up in the air, lay your eggs in other people's nests, or have them lay eggs in your nest. Lark bunting. Huh. Well, that's well, all I have for trivia tonight. So uh, that was fun. Good job, Drew. Good job, Casey. Good job, Ron. <clears throat> Jason and, and myself and Brandon, we all kind of sucked eggs at it. Yeah, we need to do some studying next time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need more tech questions, and then I can. Yeah, we didn't. Have, we we kind of were one-sided on the four pillars. We only went with basically wildlife and conservation, right? We stayed what are the other ones photography, again? photography and gear. Well, maybe the next one should be all gear. Oh, the trivia master didn't remember the four pillars. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. a hot tip for you guys. Come, you know, being that we're coming into the holiday on uh, that, we can cover those two pillars. Uh, this hot tip, something I was thinking about today when I was driving with my three kids in the car. 
Um, and I, and this is this is going to air before Christmas, is that right? So yeah, so Christmas time comes around. And something for all the photographer filmmakers out there. I just I thought of this, and it's something that you know you get all these toy packaging, all this like packaged stuff, toys and stuff that you have to wrap. And when the kids that wrap it, there's like all kinds of these great little wire ties that are great for bundling up your cables. There's all the desiccant, like everything's got desiccant in it. So they're gathering at the desiccant and there's always this really handy foam. So you can like all this like crazy packaging that you just cuss and hate. And as dads, you're always just like tearing this stuff apart and the kids are all anxious and waiting. This is all little bits and tools that you can throw in your, your photo bag that will totally come into use later. So there's my hot tip for going in the holidays, covers the photo and the gear. There we go. That's a good the tip. Foam That's a great foam tip. Packing. Exactly. Just packing it in. There's some good foam in there. You know, you can just do some custom little stuff to put, you know, some of your macro lenses or whatever that you might throw in at certain times or not. You could pop the foam in and out. Yeah. I use it all the time. Well, my, uh, my social media algorithm has changed. So all my social media feed is now is like, how do you turn those things into kids toys? Like, so the kids want the, want the toy that's in it, but then, you know, the packaging is what they actually end up playing with kind of thing. So so I think that's what I'm going to be doing <laughs> in the new year, making uh, making sensory toys out of packaging. My Christmas first Christmas pro tip to you, Drew, would be to, uh, and I don't know how readily available this is either up in Churchill, but stock up on Resolve because Christmas is colorful and so is the food, especially <laughs> when it comes back up. So, oh yeah okay cranberry get some huh? get some resolve for your new house <laughs> well and i was thinking about that that santa scenario and we we're talking about all these game camera options i wonder you know the, the, probably should uh, ask that's that's how you're gonna i'm surprised more people haven't been catching Sam, santa on game cameras or different remote setups just makes his job that much tougher that and Bigfoot. Yeah. I don't remember. All right. Anybody else got a pro tip for the, for the holidays? I didn't think about it. Nope. I just make sure Santa knows what you want and make sure you visit precision camera. Make sure you visit the wild and exposed store and uh, get the perfect gift for your listener. Buy everybody in the family in R6 too. <laughs> or an FX6. Or an FX6. <laughs> That's where Santa does his shopping. Casey, thank you again for joining us. And uh, it was it was good time, fun. Can't wait to get together with you in the field. As much fun as we've had on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Let's um, let's uh, make sure to do it again. I mean, I'm I'm one for um, I like redemption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been close, but I haven't won yet either. Mike and Jason. <laughs> got me the first two times so yeah we got to get you back on give you a shot we don't have a like a running champion really we've all kind of no. taken a turn really so, so yeah. around the horn so yes casey we definitely need to have you back on because we cannot let ron continue to have the the victory there so <laughs> happy holidays to you all and thanks for listening to wild and exposed You've been listening to the Wild and Exposed podcast. If you haven't yet, please give us a rating and a review. And make sure you're subscribed so that you'll get every episode we produce as soon as we drop it. And as always, thanks for tuning in.